Hey, hey, and welcome to Daddy Mojo. It's the podcast where we'll talk about parenting, all-age comic books, toys, and more. Now, here's your host, Trey Burley. We saw a movie, didn't we? Yeah. Shazam! Fury of the Gods. And it's in the unenviable position of uh, a, a couple of things. But before we touch on to the unenviables, what did you think about it, dude? Typical middle it, school kid. It had too much action in it. Now, when we drove home... And it was very slow in the beginning. <clears throat> so when we drove home, that, that's exactly what you said. You said there was too much action. What do you mean? Too much fighting at the end. But isn't that a good thing? You want a lot of action in combat. Not really. Oh, I get it. Was it that you didn't know what the characters were fighting for? There are too many weak characters? Yeah, no, no. I know, I knew what they were fighting for. Okay. It was just too much action. Too much action, okay. But you thought the beginning was a little too slow, yeah? I I would agree with you on that. Uh, But overall, I was really surprised by how much I enjoyed Fury of the Gods. Because a lot of people don't know Shazam. Did you know Shazam before? I mean, you you and I saw the first movie in in 2019. You don't remember it. But did you know anything about Shazam before Shazam, Fury of the Gods? Yeah. Like how much? Scale of 1 to 10. Like a 2. A 2. I I knew a little bit more. And here's kind of where the the bad part for Shazam, Fury of the Gods, or the sequel comes in. Because... as with superhero films, there's a, there are a couple post-credit scenes. One of which is eh, one of which is better because the DC cinematic universe is kind of such a mess. Are you keeping up with this to an extent? Because uh, I mean, J- I, James Gunn I think can do a great job, but they they trashed a lot of movies that were in development, and they reworked some that were already finished. Fury of the Gods was already in the can; it was finished, and they've got one of the characters who has since had their movie canceled in the movie. It's a bit part, but it kind of pays. It kind of plays into the story a little bit. But that was a little weird because that character. Did you know this? The character who was in the film, who made the cameo, who we shall not mention. Their film was canceled. Which one? I, the, 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 at the end. The one. Yes. Oh right. The one big superhero who made an appearance. No idea who that was. No idea. No clue with their golden lasso and stuff. Um, and when it was a little bit like, ah, uh, well, why should we be invested in this if this character's not going to appear again in, in any more adventures? And it's like, eh. There were some cliches, and the movie played against tropes. It knew it played against tropes. Know what a trope is? No. A trope is like a tired plot device that cinema, uh, that cinematic makers use, like a trope, like a scary house and kids go in it, yeah? There were some tropes in this film, but they worked because they acknowledged the tropes and they kind of had fun with it. And that's where I, I my, my main takeaway with was, it's a very fun movie. It didn't feel like a superhero film, even though it was a film with superheroes in it. It felt more like a fun, goofy movie that happened to have people who have superpowers. Does that make sense? But funnier than the first one. It was. It was funnier than the first one. I'll see it. Even though I don't remember the first one. Even though, but you also saw another superhero film recently, who we shall not mention. Uh, and you said you liked Shazam: Fury of the Gods better than that one that came out about four weeks ago. Is that correct? But funnier and better. Fury of the Gods was funnier and better. Yes. Than Ant Man: Quantumania. We shall name it. Because Ant Man's kind of in the doghouse, man. That's that's a very bad animal pun. But Marvel has been kind of falling down on the Switch. And that's where hopefully this will kind of ignite a little happy competition because it's a good movie. But I think that ultimately uh, Fury of the Gods won't be a success because so many people won't see it. But if you're a kid, nine years old and up, you're going to love it. Like If you were nine years old, you would have loved this. Your brother's going to love it. 
<clears throat> I think so. What do you think? Probably. Yeah, probably. Here's the big problem with uh, Shazam and what they have going for him, though, because Shazam is played by uh, a man actor. I forget his name. But he turns into the man when he says... Shazam. Shazam. But otherwise, he's an he's a 17-year-old kid. And if it took four years to make this film from the first one, 13 to 17, if they go 17, I'll, say, I'll call it 18 just to make it round and happy, 18 to 22, you're suddenly not a kid anymore. <clears throat> and if that same... Shazam, non-Shazam superhero character in the next movie tries to play it as loose and goofy as the kid actor in this one, it's going to feel weird, isn't it? Like the teenage actor? He played it really young, which is fair enough, but it's a movie that's going to aim for those upper elementary school kids. If they try and do the same act without twisting things a little bit in the next incarnation of Shazam, if there is one, it's going to be awkward and may not work as well. I think, uh, what is it, uh, James Cameron, you asked about him. James Cameron called it the, uh, what was that show on Netflix we liked? Kind of scary? With the kids? You know what I'm talking about. Which one? The, the, the show, the show, you know, the scary one. It's a, 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 in the 80s. It's got the kids, the, the monster, the never the upside down. Oh, Stranger Things. Yeah. James Cameron called it the Stranger Things effect, where it takes so long to build and make different incarnations of movies that the characters, the actors, age, and they're no longer the character. And that's what's going to happen in, in the next Shazam, because if this kid is 22, playing a goofy, know-nothing teen, it's going to feel weird, like this kid's more than just a loser and not some teenager who needs to know better. That's all. The James Cameron effect. He actually called it that. No, James Cameron called it the Stranger Things effect. So would you recommend this film to your, your middle school friends, dude? A little bit. Scale of 1 to 10, how much would you uh, recommend it? A 7. A 7. Good. Thanks. It's Shazam! Fury of the Gods. It's PG-13, uh, PG and it's a, I'm going to call it a soft PG-13, because even those nine-year-olds who see it, there's going to be some stuff in there that might scare them, some language they won't want to repeat, but if they're common-sense nine-year-old kids... They're going to know not to repeat those things, aren't they? Probably not. Thanks for listening to Daddy Mojo. Be sure to tune in next time. For more information on any of the things we talked about today, just check out the website, daddymojo.net, or hit us up at Daddy Mojo on social media.